ghosts, aliens, and other mysteries of the universe? Do you want to hear stories and opinions from people who have experienced the supernatural? Then tune in to Supernatural Limits, the podcast that explores the unknown and the unexplained. Every week, we explore encounters with the paranormal, the bizarre, and the unbelievable. Whether a skeptic or a believer, join us on this thrilling journey into the other side of reality. Welcome, We Fives Nation, to another episode of Supernatural Limits. And for this moment, you're here with Rex, Snip hey. Smoke Room, and Chief Block. Don't forget, your boy Guy So Snoop. What up, everyone? Welcome back. What's good? Hello, Hey, Snips, how's it going? Good. Excited good. to be here. So, everyone, I want to introduce Snips Fulcrum and Chief Lot, newer hosts for Supernatural Limits. Give it up, give it up. Woo-woo. Man, Rex, it's just an awesome moment when we have Four hosts coming on to our show, right? <laughs> oh, this is beautiful. But without further ado, let's get some housekeeping out of the way. Disclaimer, everything expressed here on this podcast is for entertainment and educational purposes only. The views expressed belong to the speakers themselves and do not or does not represent the WeFobs Enterprise brand. Well, lady and gentlemen, our topic for today, we're just going to get right into it for the Wee Farms Nation, because, you know, I got criticized, Tootie Mom, referring <laughs> to you, for like, stop beating around the bush and get right to the point. All right, all right, man. <laughs> so the point, the <laughs> right? The point is... Let's talk about Bigfoot again, because we have a couple of people here with some personal experiences very closely related to Bigfoot. We Fobs Nation once again introducing Snips Fulcrum. She's going to lay it on us, and we're going to open up the floor to discuss Bigfoot once again. Snips, take it away. So I actually grew up in Oregon on a ranch in the middle of nowhere, and I was a very firm and a vocal supporter and believer in Sasquatch as a kid. It's a very big deal up there. There's gift shops and stores and everywhere. Um, it's a very big deal. However, as I've looked into it as an adult, like research wise, I am so sad to see like a lot of it is being debunked as like people coming forward saying, oh. I am taking ownership that this was a prank that I pulled back at such and such time. And some of it is most of the key evidence you could call it um that was being used to support that sasquatch was real and i was so disappointed i felt kind of sad because i used to be such a big believer and i'm like dang i don't i don't know now (laughs) (laughs) well snips before i open the floor of what really why is this uh, topic why is it very um what do you call why are you drawn towards it? Is it because you've lived in the personal uh, in the area? Yeah, and I've I've heard we've gone camping, of course, because we lived up there. How can you live in Oregon and not camp? It's gorgeous. Um, 
but there have been several times on camping trips where we thought we'd had an encounter or maybe you could hear one calling way off in the distance because it's very clear what a bear sounds like what wolves sound like cougars especially if you go hunting my family was avid hunters and uh, hikers so you would hear things that you're like what in the world was that and it comes from an area where there's no people there's no campsites there's no fire and so you're kind of like well let's go see and you can see tree branches broken like way like eight feet high in the ground and you know you can try and justify it all you want but at some point you're kind of like man we just can't explain this um especially as like a kid and a teenager your your imagination runs wild but you're out in the middle of nowhere there's no cell phone service there's no light it's pitch black and you can hear all the forest sounds people's imaginations run wild most of it can be explained when you look back as an adult you know and it's just oh I'm it's a very big deal too like are you or aren't you a Sasquatch believer in Oregon especially if you live out in any of the backwoods areas everyone's like are you a believer or a non-believer of our our some people call it like our state animal it's not the beaver <laughs> it's Sasquatch <laughs> oh my God. and I used to be a firm believer but now a lot of a lot of like the footprints that were seen where everyone was like, oh, look, this cannot be explained. It's a size, it would be a size 22 shoe. Um, and it's like a logger had come forward in 2019 saying that he was like, hey, I can prove I was working with the crew in that area at the time. And I did it as a prank to scare the guys because I wasn't a believer, but they were. And I was just messing with everybody and it's kind of gone too far because it's being used as evidence and it's not real. And I want to take, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but 2019, he was like, look, this is a, this was a prank gone too far. My bad guys. <laughs> well, the floor is open, Rex, Chief. What, what, what do you all got to say to that? Are people losing their belief in Sasquatch, AKA Bigfoot now that, there's people's uh, allegedly right snips coming forward and saying they were pranking others. Um, yeah, tell me more about the. So I I own I always knew it as Bigfoot. So we're saying there's another term is Sasquatch. What, oh yeah, it has oh, it probably is. like six different names. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Sasquatch. Um. What's the one they call him when he's in the uh, uh in the snowy snowy range? There's yeah. one in Europe that they saw in the Appalachian Mountains, like footprints and a like white version or a gray version. Essentially, I could probably find it. I took pictures yeah. of it. Hold on. And, then, uh, um, and they had a name for him in their language. Let's see. So the different names for Bigfoot. There's I got ten here. And it comes out Sasquatch, Yeti, Skunk Ape, Yowie, Yowie, Yowie. Yowie, that's in Australia. Yeah. Almas from uh, Almas or Almas from Mongolia, the Grassman from Ohio, Orange Pendek from Sumatra. Snips, you're a native to uh, Oregon? I am. I grew up out in the middle of nowhere (laughs) on a ranch. Well, so what's the um? Th- this is a what what Oregon? Uh, yeah. This is this is so coming from from the islands, right? I don't know where the location of this is happening, but I've definitely seen it all my life, and 
It, it, you know what I mean? It, it, it seems real. It feels, I don't know. You can't feel anything, but it seems real. I mean, if they're, if they're going to film it, then, you know, you, you, people would argue that it isn't. And then there is, but I've always thought that, you know what I mean? I got a funny way of thinking. So I always like, yeah, it's definitely out there. And, and all the viewings and the sightings are from Oregon. I'm just trying to get some clarity and understanding to. Well, that area of the states, right? It's the northwestern United States is what they're saying, right? Yeah, West. California, Idaho, Washington, Oregon. Um, so definitely there have been coast. some over on the East Coast. I'm still trying to find that. Darn. I took a screenshot Utah, of the. Utah recently had one. Yeah, because Coconut. Yeah, Utah really from the train. That was Colorado, yeah. Or Colorado, yeah. So they had one in Colorado. Um, Would it be safe to say that October. there's a community when it comes to Bigfoot or Sasquatch? Are we are we agreeing that there's a community of them? Like there's or species of its own that's actually walking on this earth? So looking it up today... Um, again, I saw that there was this brother, um, friends, excuse me. One is a police officer who's on leave because he was shot through the wrist on duty during a foot pursuit. And his friend, who is a um, prison guard, were out hiking and actually searching intentionally for Sasquatch and claim, and they posted a, a picture of it that they had that were claiming to the media outlets that they found a cave with a family like a community of Sasquatch living in this cave in a very rural area that like man didn't ever go to and they're not going to release the exact location because they don't want the family and the rest of the Sasquatch Sasquatchians the Bigfoot to be messed <laughs> with and they posted a picture of this huge body of what looks like a lot of the pictures of Bigfoot stuffed into a cooler with his eyes open and his mouth open he's kind of stuck in there in this real awkward looking position and they're claiming that that was a body of a dead one that they stole from the mountainside um the really weird part is there's zero follow-up on it <laughs> they're like we'll come out soon we'll let people come test it we'll let people come look at it um and this was from back in like september or october of this year and there's been zero mention of it zero follow-up that guy's page doesn't exist like on Facebook anymore, it says like you can look up his name, but then when you try to click his name, nothing comes up, which I felt was really odd. Um, let's see if I can find it. And yeah. I found it on like a, a what is that that Reddit? It was I actually stumbled it across Reddit it post? on Reddit. Yes. Oh, that guy got disappeared. So yeah, we, I mean, would would you guys say, or would you guys even think about something being government? allegedly being government related when it comes to stuff like that. I mean, because you yes. hear about black anytime <laughs> something weird or out of the mm. norm happens, paranormal, that there's mm. always mention of men in black showing up, people from the government. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're doing a good job of shutting this down because I I, I know that they're out there. I'm pretty sure of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. We feel we too many stories. They did the same thing with the giants. Yep. Right? Yeah. Allegedly, Snips, the so same you, thing with the aliens. Go ahead, go ahead. Right? I, I just so Snips, you you've encountered it, right? Like you guys, you got stories. We believe days, right? so. Yeah, so it was like you could hear it, like calling, but it it's um, it was so abnormal and not. It didn't. I I mean, I grew up. 
out on a ranch where you couldn't see light from your neighbor's house. That's where I grew up. Right. Yeah. And the forest in the woods is right there. There's a river. There's um, you had to you we were allowed as kids out after dark because of the coyotes and the cougars and the bears. Um, you would regularly see those animals on your property. You have to go out sometimes and shoot them or scare them away to protect your livestock. Um, you had to worry about all kinds of animals. And so I grew up out in those kind of areas. And this sounded so foreign and like animalistic, but human, but not like it was so weird. Rex, it kind of reminds me of like how when I told you how possessed people sound, but we'll get into that later. But that's probably where Snips is coming from, like an unnatural sound. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't belong okay. to no human or animal. So this was actually the body that was found. I can send you the link real quick. It's got the picture. It was actually posted to CNN and it had a link to the guy originally posting it. Um, okay to his um reddit but when you go to reddit i think i said facebook earlier and i misspoke when you go to his reddit it's been wiped off of reddit which is very questionable um it's always questionable but I... it's, there was a guy i'm kind of i'm going off track here sis, but forgive because it's, it's related he took a video of like alleged giants up in this tall ass mountain and he posted it and then people on TikTok went back to look for the guy, and he's missing. So oh. there's a guy in Washington that was making posts that said, uh, but you can't find this anywhere. It's crazy. I was working at um, a place here, and my coworker had shown me a video. He goes, hey, look at this crazy video. And it was a white male, maybe in his late 20s, early 30s. He was wearing a hat. Um, and he was posting it to his social media account. And he was saying, oh, my gosh, I was just out wandering around Washington and I found Bigfoot. You guys watch this video and he shares a video. So the next night, uh, my coworker and I were talking about, I was like, I tried to pull it up to show my husband and I couldn't find the video. Can you share the link with me? He goes, oh yeah, sure. So the link he sent me was gone where the posting to the internet was of the YouTube video that was yeah. going viral was gone. So he pulled up the guy's, um, personal Facebook account where he was posting things and he had a new video up after that video where he was on camera and he was saying guys it wasn't real and then he keeps looking to someone off camera and you can see the shadow of a hand pointing at him and he's really nervous he's pale he's sweaty he looks like he's been roughed up okay. and it's and he's saying I'm taking it back this didn't really happen I made it up for attention and then he pauses and looks off to the side of the camera and gets really tense. And he, he like licks his lips and does a bunch of other things that you can tell he's really anxious. And he was being coerced. Exactly. And um, he goes on and finishes rambling for a minute about how it's not real. And he's got mental health issues and on and on. And then the video just abruptly ends and you see him still looking off camera. He has a video come up three days later where he goes, guys, and he's sitting in his house with all the lights on with all of the lights off and he goes they're sitting outside of my house right now I did not want to make that video I was forced by threat of my life of being murdered in my own home they came in they beat me up they took my camera they posted it up and they told me you will say this and if you don't we will kill you and uh -huh. he said that they're outside of my house right now he goes look and he holds up his phone outside to show a black SUV all blacked out lights no plates and he goes, look, they're sitting outside my house. 
and this is posting live right now. If nobody sees me again, they've killed me. Bigfoot is real. I saw him. I don't know who they work for. I don't know why they're here. They wouldn't tell me, but they came in and they told me they'd kill me. If I am never seen again, Bigfoot is real. Just know that. And then you hear a door open and a door slam and footsteps and the camera turns off. Right. And I was like, holy shit, bro. That's crazy. That is insane. Two days later, the Facebook page is gone. Like you can't even find the dude's uh, Facebook, Instagram, anything. You try to search it on the internet, crazy guy in Washington's videos about Sasquatch, zero search on Google or Bing. It was really crazy. Wow. That's actually, it mimics what happened to the guy that saw Giants. With that being said, I have the website ready, ready for you. You want me to pull it up? Yeah, go ahead. So this is actually in 2008. I thought it was 2018, but as I'm rereading it, it says 2008 in California. And this is supposed to be the body of a captured Bigfoot somewhere in Cali, but they don't want anyone to go disturb the rest of the family is what their, their quote was, but there's no follow-up to it. Like I typed in their names and I was like, follow-up to story by so-and-so and so-and-so about Bigfoot. And there's there isn't, which I thought was strange. Oh, man. Uh, let me see. Yeah, I agree with uh, Rex, man. The, the, the government has everything to do with trying to silence this. That's why when the when the aliens came out, I'm like, man, what what happened? What changed to let them expose it publicly publicly on mainstream media? Well, yeah, like, misdirection. What? Are, what are, yeah, what are they? What What are they trying to get your attention away from? I mean, think about it. The Romans used to do that, right? Right before they they. You know, they knew the people were, were getting restless. They're, they knew the people were, were pissed off with the higher ups, with the elites. And what did they do? They filled the arena. They had gladiators. They had a bunch of But here, look at this spectacle. Don't mind what we're doing behind the scenes. <laughs> Come and watch the show. They would pay jesters, too. To, right before their fall, when things were really falling apart, they sent jesters um, down through the streets to distract people from other things going on so that they wouldn't notice the military movements and people freaking out and the rich people trying to leave and all of the um, running out of food sources. They're just trying to distract people. The thousand year old uh, technique of smokes and mirrors. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, like that, it goes full circle to like, Bigfoot, you know, like who, th this is a big planet. Like there's no way everybody, like every piece of land has been traversed or, or seen like there's, there's no way. Facts. <laughs> there's still, still tribes in the amazon that haven't been discovered or haven't come into contact with us we haven't come in contact with them you know what i mean like there's there's just too much like we we know more about space than we do our own ocean oh right? that freaks me out that's gonna have to be a topic we just... yeah we're <laughs> that is scary into that the ocean part because i told chief before remember chief like it's better to explore the ocean we got hella uh Hella real estate in the ocean, but everybody trying to fly into the freaking skies and go to Mars. <laughs> go to the stars. Yeah. So let me ask you all this then. Say we, you don't think people who are coming out and saying that Bigfoot is fake is doing it just to get notoriety or receive some type of compensation for what they're doing and the cover up, like you all said? Or maybe they're trying to discredit people on purpose, you know, by by doing that. 
that could be a yeah we've been seeing a lot of that recently within the political arena for the united states and the world right yep this war in ukraine the war with russia this new war with israel and stuff like there's lots of cover-ups going on yeah there's a lot of stuff a lot of stuff going on and then they're bringing it back home to bigfoot like say we do uh capture and broadcast that Bigfoot is really Bigfoot. Like he's he or she is real. What do we do then? I I would say like I mean capture and all that stuff, I think that's already accomplished. What what the challenge is is how do we coexist with them? I think that's what they're trying to stop. The coexistence with Bigfoot out in the open in the public. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. Because it's different from us or something like that? Because yeah. people are afraid. Yes. Yes. But we all know. <laughs> what else reasons do you have? Right. They just don't want us to. Every government runs their country a certain way, and only the community or the continent or wherever you're from, that you're only allowed to see what they will what they, they will what they allow for people to you know what I mean? Mainstream is uh it's it's definitely politics and they control it. So Bigfoot, like, come on now. I, I think the reason why they're trying to stop it is is, is something that has to do with the past and 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 they gotta like to to acknowledge it means we're we gotta let them go and let them do what they gotta do and it changes everything that we're normal that that's normal to us. There's two theories that would really support what, what Chief is saying is one that um they are the the gap between uh, evolution, right? Between uh, that we're cousins of like the apes, right? And so they're like, well, where's the middleman between the ape and the human? And that Bigfoot or Sasquatch is supposed to be that middle transition. And so some of some of the, the theories, some of these are kind of out there. So some of the theories are that they don't, uh, some of the people higher in power for the churches are like, no, you cannot let people find out that that's a real thing because we'll lose all of that control and power that we hold over that area another theory that some people for them it's going to be really far out there is that they have the ability to um rex we were kind of talking about this earlier um that they have the ability to move between multiverses and so that's why we never find their bones up there or their skeletons we never find their bodies we never um, why they can just disappear when people go looking for them in the same places that they were spotted is that they just, they again. actually leave. They yeah, say that, they, again. that they can move between verses, like universes, like, Ooh, like dimensions. Ooh. travel. Yes. Yes. Inter See? Yes. Thank you. That's a theory that's out there. Interdimensional travel. There you uh, go. They, they are okay. okay. That, so that aligns with a lot of the, so back in the, well, I'm going to come from the coconut, from the Samoan. There's a someone saying that in the old saying, like, if these things don't want to be seen, they're not going to be seen. So there's a given that they can travel between in and out of this reality into another reality. That's kind of where it's going. And Chief, we, we kind of, that uh, oh, video yeah. I shared to you about the fourth dimension, like we're here yeah. in the second dimension and third dimension. Uh, this is where Snims is coming from. That Wow, that's not a far off theories, things like.
like it, it goes for like ghosts, right? Like, yeah. So why is it that you can see what the ghosts are moving, but you can't see the actual entity at times? Right. Different yeah. different planes, right? But like they're kind of merged together. And it may be some type of hidden knowledge that the humans now, us, haven't tapped back into. We used to probably back in the old days, but now we don't. Woo! I like that. I like it a lot. <laughs> well, that is <laughs> what. So we've heard from all of our hosts here on the different aspects of Bigfoot. AKA Sasquatch, AKA Yeti, and gotta uh, on and on and on. What do you what are you gonna do, Lee Fobs Nation? Should you find out that Bigfoot is real? Or if you come across someone who says it's only a hoax, what will you do? What would you say? Like, comment, subscribe. You know where to find us on all the media social channels we got going. We thought. Uh, we thought. <laughs> well, <laughs> Rex, Chief, anything else on Bigfoot? Because I think we could keep com coming back to the subject if we ever get anything new. You guys got anything else to share? I still want to hear a story from Snips, man. Like I'm, I'm here for it. I'm I, here for. Just give us one when you see them. One, you know what I mean? Come on, because yeah, let's go down that right hole real quick. I, I, that's really awesome. Okay, so. For I'm not going to get like real specific on where in Oregon for amenity purposes. That's part of why we're using the nicknames and things. Yeah. Um, so Southern Oregon, um, like close to Umpqua area. Um, we were out camping Umpqua River, super popular. There's falls, there's a water hole that's really creepy. Um, but it's a, it's an amazing, huge forest. And we were out there camping. We'd gone out away from all the other campers because we were minors and we may or may not have been um, consuming alcohol, which, you know, is illegal. <laughs> and Allegedly. so we were out. out. <laughs> it may or may not have been in the campsite. Um, so we were out away from the actual campsites out into the wilderness. So we had privacy. Um, and it was a group of four girls. And we, uh, we played sports together. So we were out there just hanging out, blowing off steam, essentially. It was summertime. And we, uh, one of the girls had gone off to pee. And the rest of us were sitting by the fire, being dumb, drunk, 19-year-old teenagers. And uh, she comes running back, trying to pull her pants up. And we're like, what's wrong? She's like, there's something out there just walked behind me. And I was like, oh, well, it's probably a bear. We should sit by the fire. And we should definitely avoid going back over there. And we should stay up for a little bit. She goes, no, this was not a bear. It was so tall. It blocked out the moon coming through the trees, like really high up. And I was like, well, trying to be logical. I was like, maybe it was a bear on its hind legs or maybe it was in the tree. She goes, no, it crossed a good 30 feet behind me. And so my brain was, how do I explain that? Okay, well, just, you've had too much to drink. You don't know what you're talking about. Just sit down and have another drink and just shut up, you know? <laughs> um, and so it was, we let the fire burn down to like embers and we were about to, crawl in our sleeping bags and you start hearing this really big snap like a tree branch breaks but it's like a solid loud snap and it echoes I mean that thing echoed far and it was loud it was a huge loud crack in the sound of the branch falling and we all looked at each other like whatever that is is big so we packed up our sleeping bags we all got in, uh what we piled into one car and we we're sitting there with the doors locked and the windows up just watching 
in the darkness but there was a there was a clearing where we were at so there was a lot of moonlight so it was actually pretty well lit from the moon <clears throat> and you could see as if it was running and I mean it covered like a good from one side of the campsite view it was from fast. the woods it was so fast it was a blur but it was so tall and in in comparison it was kind of hard to tell how tall it really was you could see where it was on a tree mm -hmm. right from where we were sitting so we watched it cover it had to have been more than 200 feet across this clearing and back into the woods on the other side of this clearing in oh my gosh maybe two seconds it was like holy shit what is that and then it was gone and then you hear this crazy howl sound and I was like yep I'm not getting out of the car I'm sleeping right here and we put when we put blankets up across all the windows because you know at that age and you're drinking and you're you're like oh if it can't see me I can't see you it's like you don't exist <laughs> type of mindset and you could hear just Mickey I can't even I can't even describe the sound it made. It was like a wolf's howl, but it did not sound like a wolf, but it was definitely a howl, um, but it didn't sound like an injured animal. Um, it was definitely not a cougar because I don't know if you guys are familiar with cougars. They kind of make like a woman scream or a baby cry for their sounds. It was definitely not like that. Um, if I had to compare it to anything, it might be like uh, Chewbacca from Star Wars maybe, but a little mm. more humanistic than that. Um and it was loud and it echoed. And I was like, yeah, nope, we're not getting out of the car. And then you could just hear it thrashing through the woods and it grew quieter and quieter and quieter. And the girl's like, oh, we could probably go back to our tent. I was like, nah, nah. I'll see y'all in the morning then. <laughs> so I'm going to stay right here. But so in the morning, we, we all slept in the car in the morning. We woke up, it was light out. And we like saw the one of the girls stayed at, uh, standing right in front of the car looking at the tree. And us other three girls walked over there to the tree and we tried, we couldn't even, I stood there and had one of the girls climb on my shoulders and hold her hand up all the way above her head and put her hand on the tree, like trying to mark it. And the girls were yelling at us, that's still not tall enough. Wow. And I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> So that's crazy. my that's my Yeti story because I I don't know what else you would compare that it to is, that could a move that fast b be that tall and c make that sound. That is that was a Yeti. That that, that that's a story. <laughs> that's a story right there. That's wow, Snips. That's... I'll tell you right now, Snips. I believe you. I believe you. I, I believe too. I'm a I believer. Well, as we close it out, I'm gonna ask you all what this. What if we do find them and we find they are capable of speech? Yeah. That's a that's a that's a world changer right there. Cause we think we the human species think we are so superior. Think we're the apex and, species. Yep. You know, and to think about a creature that's capable of speech that doesn't look like us, I think that'll just blow so many people's minds. I'm just theorizing because they're so good at high keeping themselves hidden if they're not having the help of the government and stuff. And then if right. they're walking between dimensions and stuff. Woo! Well, if they don't want to be noticed and they don't want to coexist and probably they're, you know what I mean? They're the reason why they're still like behind the scenes. Yeah. And we respect it because, yeah, because if we did actually. Oh, my God. We right? really did like. You're talk, that'd be crazy. 
and then the speed and the strength that they have, like Snips is 200 feet in seconds in yeah. almost less than a second. Yeah, I don't think the world is prepared for that. No, I do think we are prepared. It's just, it's going to look very, very different from what we're thinking. It's going to change everything, man. They're going to do the same thing they do to everything else. Experiment with them first. Yep. Like, like I said, like we're superior to every species. You'd be categorized as an animal, so they treat you as an animal. It's like you can't, like, whoa, yep. when you're speaking, like, I just hope the Bigfoot could be like, uh, hey, Ufa. <laughs> like, don't touch me! <laughs> it's like, you know, you'll be like, "Oh, that's what's up, man!" Like, I'm sure they because that'd be so cool. You know what I mean? That means they got sense of humor, I guess. You know what I mean, yeah. and intelligence <laughs> that's far beyond. It'd be like, "Wow, I got a lot of questions I'd like to ask, man." That's like, how did you smash your head first? <laughs> yeah. Well, hope hope that's not the case. But yeah, if I did, I'd I'd be I that like what's the what's the secret? <laughs> you you. I don't you think able- it'll happen. Man, yeah, that talent, that is pure talent. The U.S. Oh. government find you uh, allegedly. <laughs> oh there's God. no way. And then there's just so many questions. But I, I don't I think it'll happen. Yeah. So I think the government will make sure that it doesn't happen because of either. They don't want to admit that they did capture an experiment on them and do terrible things, or they're just going to capture and kill or run them all off because they don't want us interacting with them. And that, Isn't that what they did with aliens? And now they're just, like you said, it's a distraction. When a distraction is required, yeah. they're going to bring it out again? That's kind of yeah. the theory behind why a lot of the other things like elves and dwarves and all that other stuff don't exist. They're saying humans cause their extinction. Well, I mean, look at what we did to the natives, the government. I mean, oh yeah, it, it, it's not far off to imagine the kind of, of things it could do uh, to prevent us as the people from learning how to uh, travel between dimensions or um, to be friends with whatever capabilities they have, that, why they don't want us interacting with each other. The government doesn't want us as a people to, uh, to realize that we could have better or stronger power than the government itself, right? Yep, allegedly. So, yeah. (laughs) Well, everyone, I mean, for now, let us conclude this Bigfoot topic because we have so many questions and we're going to probably bring it, well, we are going to bring it back for a a part three. There's going to be more news about Bigfoot coming down the way. And have you guys noticed there's Oh, there was that recent news snips that we 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 did share about. But was it a hoax? The one where there was a Bigfoot sitting in like a uh, in front of the one in October in Colorado was a couple on their um, I think it was their anniversary trip or their honeymoon. It was some kind of romantic getaway that this couple was on a train that was traveling through Colorado, and the husband or boyfriend, whatever I think it was, it was husband and wife. And he said out the window, goes, look, I can see Bigfoot sitting out there. Oh, my gosh. Well, he actually saw him walking. That's how he saw him. And so he pulls out his phone and he's recording and he zooms in. And you hear everybody on the train is like, oh, my God, look, it's right there. (gasps) Look, it's right there. And you see everyone going up to the windows to get a better look and pulling out their phones. And he zooms in and it's walking. And then it just, it's like it realizes that someone is watching it. And it just sits down and sits still. And it's camouflaged in to the mountainside so well. 
there is a lot of good points that people make though that it is possible that it like if it really is trying to avoid detection if it's trying to avoid um yeah yeah you saw that huh you saw that if it's really been so good at hiding and not being seen and not being found why is it walking along a damn train full of people or train tracks yep right here camouflage is good and people are saying was this that's why i wanted to ask did they prove this was a hoax or something um, there hasn't really been much talk about it other than just the video and then people's opinions about it. Yeah. That's what it was right there. Well, if we hear any more news, we pause nation on Bigfoot, you can be sure we're going to be one of the first to break it as soon as we can get our hands on it. We want to thank Snips for bringing up the topic. Snips, thank you so much. Those stories, we, we would love to hear more of them. I mean, <laughs> I just got, uh, Goosebumps going, Chief with Rex with you. <laughs> I'm Man. mind blown. Anybody else out there got stories? Comment, write us, hit us up. Yeah. Send yes. Nail mail, email, Facebook, Instagram. <laughs> all of it. Talk to us. Yeah, it's no, no excuses, man. Just hit us up, man. <laughs> Say, and you well, can rename. Blame the refiles. Yeah, you can remain anonymous if you'd like, if you want to, yes. you know, you're not ready for people to know your opinion about it or your story. We can leave your name off. Just put that in there. And do you even have a pet Bigfoot? If you do, hit us up. <laughs> this is no <laughs> joke. No joke. For real, though. But, uh, well, everyone brings us to the next and final segment. And this one, I want to hand over to our boy Rex. This one... Rex, talk to us about possessions. Possessions. So by by the Catholic Church's definition, it's where you are taken over by a demon spirit. Like you're you you completely are owned by that that demon by Catholic definition the Catholic definition. So there is a case, very popular case, that to, to this mm. day, people are still debating whether or not it was demon possession or was it mental illness. And so that's where a lot of people go to when it comes to that topic. Were they really possessed or were they mentally ill? And, you know, there's there's a lot of evidence on both sides that, you know, you can you can fight for both sides with all the evidence that's handed over, you know, in the case. And the one I'm talking about is about uh, a girl named Annalise Michelle. And oops, a lot of weird stuff revolves around that case, especially when you try to listen or, or you know, uh, look at a video of it. It's mm -hmm. it's just strange. And you know, <laughs> we've had we've had some issues, especially because we try to cover this topic, and yeah, it got a little strange for us. And yeah, so Annalise Michelle, she her story inspired the movie um exorcist. Uh, the exorcism, exorcism of, of emily rose yep there. so in real life two catholic priests ended up um, being convicted uh for for a crime for killing her for murder and they 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 got sent to prison 
So tell me, bro. I mean, before I open the floor up to the rest of our hosts, why the interest in possession? I, you know, I uh, I grew up Catholic, so a, a, a lot of stuff that I I've experienced and I've heard growing up, not just in the church, but like in my own personal life, like stuff I've seen as a kid, stuff that I've heard of as as a kid stories that I heard from, from back in Samoa about family members, you know, it, there's, there's too much evidence that says that, that, that makes me lean more towards it being real than, than not. And that's coming from a skeptic. Like I, I used to be a hardcore skeptic, but there's just too much evidence that point towards it. Like I, I can't deny it. You know, there's, there's, there's a checklist that you go through mentally, and you know, like me, I don't, I don't like to jump to conclusions. My, my thing, I, I try to be as analytical as possible. It's like that, that is, that is my main mode of thought. Be analytical, and as, as much as I try to go through, through making it a, a logical decision to you know what this could be i still end up feeling more that possession is real demon, demon possession is real or not even just demons like a, a, a spirit you could there's people that that talk about being able to leave their bodies dreamwalkers astro projection dreamwalkers yep those of you who know know um Awesome. Man, Rex, you just opened up the rabbit hole once again. We went through Big Bitch Rabbit Hole. We're going to jump down <laughs> this rabbit hole, and I'm going to open up the floor to Snips and Chief before I start saying a little something, because Rex, like I told you before, man, I think this is something I'm familiar with, uh, is just like you are. So let's yep. open up this floor. Snips, Chief, you guys, what do you think hey, about Snips, go ahead, man, because I, I, I want to say some stuff too, man, unless... Yeah. Okay. Um, I worked in a hospital. I've worked in several hospitals that had, um, we don't call them psych wards anymore. We call them mental health wards or behavioral health units. Um, in every um, that actually changed back in like the nineties. It was, um, it was seen as, um, disrespectful yes, to so. call it a mental, uh, a ward. You can't even call it a psych ward anymore. Those institutes change their name as well they're now behavioral health or mental wellness institutes um all of that kind of around the same time that they didn't want um the how you refer to people with special needs as well a lot of that um change in the verbiage and And different classifications and whatever and you've worked at a couple of them i worked at three that all had behavioral health units and um rex are you on camera what's happening to your avatar right now Oh, he's doing. It's all good. He's he's doing good. Ooh, that yeah. was weird. <laughs> Did you guys see his avatar? That was creepy. I'm sorry. Um, oh, these avatars are crazy like that, man. They have a right? mind of it. It was just down, like twitching its head with your eyes closed. I was like, "Oh, are you okay down here?" Um. Oh, okay. So, so that happens when he's oh, a little I, out of view of his camera, or he's oh, doing okay. The camera I'm I'm writing notes as as we're talking, so I'm <laughs> down in the book. <laughs> Okay, it just kind of freaked me out because of what happened the last time we were trying to discuss this yes. topic. Um, 
So in the wards, though, um, they would bring people on that were on drugs. And you, a lot of times, uh, hard drugs cause mental health breaks, like mental breaks. And so there's also the line of, is it drugs? Is it mental health? Or is it possession? You can actually add a third um, There's actually factor this inside in the hospitals. They have this. Yes. Can you so, do it again? So it's drugs, mental health. Drugs mental health or possession so you're not supposed to admit if someone thinks that there's a possession because in the psychological world medically they don't believe in possession they believe because you can't prove that right scientifically so for them it's it's all classified under some kind of mental health illness and here's where a lot of us in those units would have an issue with that is there was a lot of behavior where certain drugs were supposed to balance out the hormones or balance out things going on in treatment you would get, but it was unexplainable why it happened, even though they were taking the medications and you were, uh, and they were medications that you didn't like hand out as a pill because they were, um, it's a, I forget what the medical condition is called, but where people take their meds and they're feeling better. So then they're like, oh, I'm healed. I don't need to take my meds anymore because I'm no longer crazy. Um, that happens very often in a behavioral health unit. So a lot of times the doctors would then, um, the physicians would prescribe them only as shots, as injections for those medications. So you know that they were getting them because if they didn't want to, you know, they'd call a, they'd call everyone up as a team. We'd have like a little pre-safety huddle and we'd go in and the, the nurse or the physician would ask like, all right, it's time for this med. And they'd be like, I don't want it. I don't need it. Don't give it to me. And we would have to, physically restrain them and force them to get these medications and there was many people that were in there that said I don't have a mental illness I'm being possessed and you're not listening to me but physicians have that power legally if someone has been um, committed or is deemed legally a harm to themselves or others they can be committed to a hospital and what put on what's called a mental health or medical hold where you're not making the best decisions for yourself. The doctors decided it's usually multiple doctors and there's other people that co-sign it um, for legal purposes. And sometimes even the family's like, yeah, they're crazy. Um, And you don't have any rights anymore, (laughs) literally. Mm. Um, They they say they're protecting you. Yes. From yourself, essentially. And from other people. So, because I have seen all kinds of things that don't make sense. People are fully on their medications. They're getting their doses. They're getting their shots. Everything's balanced. It's all supposed to work for their mental health that they've been diagnosed with. Um, But then they would still do things where they would wake up from a dead sleep, snoring at a hard sleep. They would sit straight up out of bed and we would have camera footage of it even because the locked down units have to have cameras rolling whenever someone's inside. Mm-hmm. and so they would be sleeping dead asleep they have their medications they're knocked out and they're snoring and all of a sudden they sit straight up in bed and they their eyes don't ever focus and they will just stand up and full sprint run into the door and break their nose and hurt themselves or they will start clawing and biting themselves and making themselves bleed and injuring themselves I've gone in and assisted um, as a as a safety standby precaution for medical staff to hand out lunches and they take the lunch and it's like the um the sandwich where you get the the liquid you dip it in um Mm -hmm. but that and they would pour out the i think it's called au jus they would pour it out 
and they would pee in the cup or or poop on the floor and scoop up the poop in their cup, dip their sandwich in it, and then eat it. And we'd have to go in there and restrain it. And there's therapy people that would write on the walls in their blood or their poop. There was all kinds of, we would see people that would literally break their own bones and tear muscles and, and intentionally do all these things to themselves. And they would, and then two hours later, they'd all of a sudden, they'd wake up from a nap or it was like, all of a sudden they would just snap and they'd look at you and they'd be like, oh my gosh, what's happening? And they would look absolutely panicked. And you're sitting there like, how are we not considering any supernatural possibility for this to happen? at all and a lot of times the families just stop coming because it's really hard I don't know if you guys are familiar with like Alzheimer's and dementia at all but sundowners especially they just get so mean and so the family just stops coming which is really sad because then when they have those moments where they're present they are very sad and they feel like they've lost all control of their lives and like they are going crazy and they're like why does no one come visit me my family just dumped me here, but they don't understand that for like the past month, they've just been saying the meanest, nastiest things, cursing them out, spitting at family members and staff. And then two hours later, they come out of their room and they're walking down the hall and they're like, good morning. So nice to see you guys. I'm so happy. Everyone's smiling faces. Like, what will breakfast be served? And they're so polite. And you're just like, man, that's, uh, that's wicked to watch. It's even a more wicked thing to go through. Uh, personal experience with Alzheimer's um, and dementia for me. So, what snips you're saying? Wow. And you just couldn't rule out that you, you're telling yourself nobody's going to say this is possession. <laughs> yeah. And several of the nursing staff would say we, and sometimes the, the hardest one for me isn't even the difference between mental health or possession. It's the drugs because they would come in hyped up on um, PCP, meth or whatever. And they'd come in screaming and you, it, it didn't matter how many drugs you gave them to knock them out so they could just reset. They would continue screaming, fighting, kicking, scratching. They'd be scratching themselves. They'd bang their heads against the wall. They do crazy things in there um and that was that was the drugs usually and then they'd come down and then they were there and they were present but the people that didn't do drugs that had those kind of behaviors was like we're really not going to take into consideration that you guys can't fix this with drugs you've tried all different kinds some of the patients i'd seen for years in those facilities because they're just we're shutting down facilities left and right and cutting um the government funding to all of those kind of um, facilities. And so we would have patients that would get committed and they would go on a waiting list to go to a facility. And you some most of the time, the only way a space would open up or a bed would open up, we would call it, is if someone passed away of old age or overdose or suicide. So you would have patients in these little units not intended for long-term stay for years. Sad, sad. Chief, want to add in? Um, I actually have a, a, someone that's a family member in dementia. It always reminds me of 51st dates and the reality that they got to go through to, you know, help them it kind of feels weird witnessing it and hearing it and seeing it 
and uh yeah so all that all that mental health stuff it's crazy differentiating it what's real what's not after you medicate them and and and, and the results are not putting together you can only there's 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 that third factor right possession is in in its presence and we got to we got to address that for me there's a um, when i hear the word possession um i think of spirits so i too was raised in church and um so when 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 we use the word possession i feel like it's it's spirits in uh entering a human body right and when you use the word possession it always seems to be deemed evil uh because on on the flip side of it where this definition of possession of a spirit entering a human body, I was raised where they call it filled with the Holy spirit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. So that's, it's literally the entering of the whole of a spirit in a human body and experiencing the presence of God. And I, I so that side, I've, very familiar with that. I'm that's kind of where all my peace comes from. But on the flip side of it, I too growing up in Samoa and funny out here in the United States, I've never encountered it in Samoa. A pos- no, no, no. The possessions, yes, I've seen a lot of that, but some that happened to me directly, nothing. Only when I came to the mainland, when I had my first encounter of some kind of possession that was in my presence physically i can see my own, two, my own two eyes and it was crazy so yeah so yeah possessions is crazy stuff man like i think uh there's a lot of a lot of a lot of amazing stories on both of the fences if you you know i mean for someone like me um and that's how i can embrace it because i see i see it for what it is uh, for simplicity, I'm, I like the my thought process is to keep things simple. So to explain anything that when I see something or hear something of it, there's either one 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 or the other way. It's either good or bad. So it's either evil or it's good. Like you know, so it's stuck between those two and seeing that. Um, it's a pretty cool feeling to 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 know the difference and to and to see witness and experience both. Uh, so yeah, man, you can imagine where I stand when it comes to possession, right? I, I get stories for days as well, too. Things that I've encountered with my family and friends on both sides of the fences, man. Something crazy, that right? Chief said, I think is very important is you can, like he said, you can feel the difference. And I think that's very true. You could feel like the people that had Alzheimer's or dementia or maybe um, um, schizophrenia, it was still them, if that makes sense, right? But agree, when yep. you're dealing with the people that you think maybe it's like a, a, net, a demonic or a bad spirit possessing them, it's like it's not them anymore. And you can tell. It's like you can tell that they are, they've left or been taken over. And the feeling, you get this energy put off of them that just creeps you out. But then you can be standing next to them the next day and it's them. And you're like, oh, yeah, you're good. Like, I don't know why I felt so weird about you yesterday. Am I starting to go a little crazy? But then they have those moments and you can sit in front of them and watch it happen. And there was one lady 
and I watched her eye color change in front of me. And she was sitting there having a conversation with another patient sitting there. They're just talking and they were laughing and they're smiling and having conversation. And you saw her body just kind of, she got sort of stiff and sat more upright and she turned her head and looked right at this patient sitting like four feet to the side of me. And she was sitting across the room from me and I was just standing there and she was sitting down at a table about four feet to the right of me. And she turned and stared at her and she had these beautiful, beautiful, really light brown eyes, almost hazel. And they turned black in front of me. And she just stood up in the middle of this conversation, stopped talking, stood up with a fork in her hand and started sprinting across the lunchroom to stab this patient. She was a brand new patient. No one had even introduced her to anybody else on the floor yet. And so the other um, security officer and I saw it happening and we both ran in and intervened and stopped it and assisted with it. But it was to, to watch her eye color change. And she stopped in the middle of a conversation talking about painting and, and um, something she loved doing the arts and crafts. And it was just so surreal. And I'm like, we're still not going to work. But what chief was saying, the you can feel the energy change off of them and in the room. When I can feel my back hair going up. Yeah. Something's around. Yep. Yeah. Goosebumps. Something's going on. Well, everyone, uh, I've talked to Rex about this previously. I've had experience. I've experienced, have seen, and uh, heard of um, possessions happen, like literally uh, at a young age and most recently, like five or six years ago. And as you quote Snips and Cheap, it's otherworldly. Like it's it's kind of like how Snips you said, like how Bigfoot you could tell when that boy when when you heard that it's crying, it wasn't human or animal. And I think the feeling yeah. you guys are referring to, like the feeling is it's not human, it's not a it's not the person's feeling, the vibe that the person gives off. It's totally far left, like far left or far right. And this thing it it spooks people. And I've been, I've experienced that firsthand. That's my story goes like I because I'm trying to still keep with anonymity, but someone very close to me had it happen. I've seen <laughs> people, I told Rex people call me bullshit, but I've seen a little girl throw three um bigger boys up away from her, 10 feet away from her, five to ten feet. She was trying to be restrained. I've seen that happen. Um, I've seen that too, man. Uh, it's nice. I've also witnessed, let's just say I've witnessed the patient in a bed and the bed started coming off the ground and shaking. Oh, I want to see that. I've witnessed that at a very young age. Oh, I'm good. I'll yeah, no, you. no thanks. I'd rather hear about it. <laughs> I've heard stories of, and I personally dealt with some of that stuff, like in my lifetime. Um, with once again, people that are close to me. What I can say is, when you're dealing with this other side of, you guard yourself, believe in yourself, and your ability to guard yourself against these entities, and it should turn out okay. But there are those who kind of like are weak-willed. 
I truly believe the weak willed are usually always get taken over, or there are some that usually have a traumatizing event, and it comes close to Snips uh, referring to like the mental health state of people. But usually it's those people that snap or get to like a traumatized state that are most effective. Affected is what I'm trying to say. Usually get affected. Agreed. And it goes back to Rex, like you were saying of the case with uh, what's her name? Annalise Michelle. Annalise Michelle. Looking into that case and then those priests, I mean, no one, none of them could explain that. And even though those priests still got arrested, it's one of those things where we lost the knowledge on how I really feel that the human race has lost a lot of the knowledge on how to deal with things like this. I mean, we've got the scientific side down with drugs, um, different med med medical care, but I don't think we got the supernatural side down, which is why we wanted to, well, we wanted to bring, we thought wanted to bring the supernatural lipids to you all, because what we want to do is delve into this type of thing, ask questions, find some answers, whether, and then find some, uh, what do you call fofo in English, like, solutions. Like, uh, yeah. Right? Like, well, I mean, yeah. Things people, people. Right? Like, things people can, re like, go to to find answers to help them possibly gain a solution to something that's happening. Resources? Resources, yes. Um, well, well, let's talk about resources. What are some resources people can look at when dealing with things that may be possession or maybe not? The Bible. Um, Bible. Help me out here, people. Steps, you said there's medical resources, people there, there's already a, a list of things that people check more to figure out whether it's medically related or whether it's the real thing, yes. right? I feel like that is a very dangerous line because there's many of us, and I'm not telling anyone, don't go seek medical treatment, don't go to a hospital, don't see a doctor. That's not what I'm saying in any way, shape or form. There are many instances though, where I've seen people coming to get help in an ER and it actually making it worse instead of better mm. because then they get put on these holds and they can't leave and all of your rights are taken away. So if you disagree with the course of treatment, the medications, um, and they deem that you have this mental health illness and you're in a mental health crisis, they don't care what you think or what you want. You're getting this, this, and this for drugs. And if you refuse, they call in the security team and we pin you down and you get it anyways. And I had a really difficult time with that, especially if someone said I that I have a religious stance on this I don't I just want to get clear that my heart's good my head's good this and that like don't try to guess that I have something wrong so there's the medical side I'm very on the fence about like when you shouldn't when you shouldn't go to be honest that, that's awesome points right there Chief Lord and Reg bring up like a rigid a religious point in um strengthening your uh not just your religious views, but your spiritual views, like reading a Bible or in terms of keeping your faith strong, right? Then I come over and I'm in the part where, man, there's actually people out there in indigenous cultures that deal with this stuff. Some people- I was going to say the same thing. You're right, Some bro. people yeah. may say that, no, those guys are bullshitters and whatever, but literally, if you put it into word English, there are witch doctors out there. There are- um healers out there that deal with this stuff no matter alternative medicine people could call it probably 
we would like to tap into a lot of that information and just share it with everybody. And it would be up to you to figure out which one is a source that may help. We're not professionals in the field, but we would just love to share with you the journeys that like all these topics we're talking about are journeys, our journeys for each one of us in this supernatural limits podcast. So chief, go ahead. What, what, what do you want to add? Like, man, if you, if, if you got some issues, seek some help. You know what I mean? Like if you got to go to, if, if the hospital is your only solution, then best believe the psych ward is not far from that. Because uh, if, if you know someone that loves you and care for you should help guide seeking uh, support in, when, in situations like this. But for others, like, you know, a Samoan, well, you know, my grandfather was a witch doctor. You know what I mean? Like, uh, or a healer. Uh, yep. I know that other traditional healers. Yep. Yeah. Other ethnic groups have traditional medicine or healing medicines that are alternatives. We can call it alternatives, but they're there too. So, you know, um, if you, if you want to explore farther outside of the American ways or the traditional ways that you're used to, just know that there are other opportunities outside of there that are available to help and support. You know what I mean? Cause and that that comes down to the person. If that if that's as far as you're gonna go, just know going to the going to the hospital and how they treat you there, man. Everyone knows that. And if that's all you know and that's where you're gonna go, then go find out the hard way. But you know what I mean. You can go to church. That's that's another big source. You can, whether people like to hear that or not, I'm like, go to church. Find your faith. Find a way to deal with it. That's a person. That's a that's a personal thing that I think that each person should know how to deal with that on on a one on one basis. That's just my personal opinion. Love it, man. Well, good luck out there, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Rex, man, you know i I agree with the both Snips and and Chief. Um, as far as you know, not not suggesting that you don't go seek medical help but i mean if you know for just use common sense use common sense <laughs> they still have those these days <laughs> it's rare it's rare but i mean might have to define that bro whatever viewers and listeners we got that have it please please use it apply it every day drink your water Hydrated. <laughs> Hydrated. <laughs> Drink your water and mind your business. Oh man. <laughs> you need some milk. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna add to that too, in a sense, that uh it's something that I forgot to tell you all about possessions and my personal experiences with it. What I've learned in a lot of the possession is usually entities that have unfinished business if it's a possession by a dead person. Unfinished business in this world, allegedly. Other types of possession, when referring back to demons, in my experience, and what I've read through and what I've heard, they just want to, they're jealous of your life that you live, so they want to take it over. So so would that apply to, like, what, what's your thoughts on the Dreamwalkers? Like, what, what, what do you guys, what do you guys have? 
Ooh, I, I love this. So we went Dreamwalkers. We're gonna add this to the next episode, but I'm gonna we're gonna go there with this because that's what Supernatural Limits does. So, Oos, my understanding of Dreamwalkers, this is related to me by a couple elders, and then like I wouldn't say from personal experiences, but as I listen to the story, Dreamwalkers are those that try to guide those that have the the gift down the right path on what to do with their gifts guides they can review the past look into the future and actually help you in the present that's just my understanding what i believe and, and uh like okay so what do what do you think about possession applying to them that does so the okay now you're talking living person possessing another living person or no living person Leaving their like body. can a dream walker be possessed okay. because they've left their body while they're doing the dream walking? Yes, very okay. Again, allegedly, they can because they left the empty shell on earth and then your freaking soul and spirit is out in the nethers. They can be entered. Yeah, you leave yourself open. This is the belief you leave yourself open to the other side to the abyss. The saying you look into the abyss and the abyss stares back. Yeah. That is man, that's crazy. It's, it's I actually so haven't experienced it. You, you guys have experienced when you feel like your body, like you left your body and you're looking at yourself and you just flowing in the air and watching and you just going high and high and high and you see everything, bro. That's astral projection, yes. bro. Yeah, like so. You telling me in the in the midst of all of that, that's when, when someone could just jump in your body and take over and you're stuck out there in the out yes, there because you haven't been taught on how to guard your uh. It, how to guard your body. So there's things mm -hmm. you need to do. These, This is what I'm trying to say, like what I want to put, the resource that I want to put up. We forgot the ancient ways of protecting ourselves against the other side. Like when those things happen, like astral projection happens, like dream walking happens, uh, people trying to get in contact with the ancestors or whatever. We forgot, or we the knowledge of it has been lost and forgotten on purpose sometimes, but it needs to be brought back. A lot of people don't bring it back because I believe goes back to the whole Bigfoot thing. They want to gatekeep the information because they want to still have power over other people. Say no to gatekeepers. Right? So there are good gatekeepers and then there are the ones that literally want to just control everything. Am I making sense or am I like you sure make everybody. sense. Yeah, man. So anybody sense. out there, anybody that, that does it or specializes in this, man, please jump on and comment and yes. like us. And please tell us if we're invite you to come on in and come and educate us, man. That's coconuts. <laughs> Hot air or not. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I so dream walking, yes. Whenever you leave your thingy, your body, you will you're open to the to another another energy coming through, whether it be a positive or a negative energy. We don't know because there's so many out there. This is what I've been told and what I've heard from the ones that say they do it. So, Chief, when you've had that experience yourself, has right before it ended, has there been like a feeling that always happens to you? Like physically, like a right before like that outer body experience ends? You know, it, it, I like think a headache or once. a head rush or something like that. I think it only happened once, like long, long time ago. I just remember it happening. I don't think it was uh, planned. I think 
I couldn't react to it. So I don't even remember how I felt. I just remember, it just felt like a dream, like a dream that I just like, Yeah. but I just remember I was like, oh my gosh, that's me right there. And I felt like a certain, in the process, there was a feeling of happiness, I guess. Euphoria. Just felt floating. Yeah, floating, but I, I felt good. But I was a little confused because when I see myself and I was like, I'm going farther and farther away. And I was just kind of like Peter Pan, just kind of gliding around and do whatever I wanted. I was in control the entire time. Um, and it was just amazed, like, whoa. And it just dawned on me, like, wow, my body, am I? That's why I think I believe in souls and spirits. It was like, because I could see myself right there. And then, um, and then just went back. And it was like nothing. And so, Chief, I, I, there's, there's a large community of people that, that have done what you've done. That can do it, like they and they've they've proved it, you know, not by science standards, but I mean, there's there's but by much... those people's personal accounts. Yeah, there's yeah, there's I can attest to that, man. I, I remember it was a great feeling. You know what I mean? Of there course, was, I didn't know what I was doing. It just happened. There's actually a whole uh, documentary on it because the U.S. government already tapped into it. The Russian government did it first. Remote viewing is what they called it. Yes, uh, Project oh, the yeah, uh, they also have a. I forgot what the name of the freaking project or mission was. Everybody says it's a conspiracy, yeah. but uh, they like the U.S. trained soldiers or whatever to use the psychic abilities, aka dreamwalking, aka um, astral projection, remote viewing for their own purposes. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> And where did we go off on the tangents from everybody? It just comes back to possession, the different types of possession. And uh, it's one of those things. I mean, Kunimu always says, to each their own. But on this one, I'm not going to say to each their own. On this one, come talk to us and share. Yeah. Talk so to how us. do you guys feel about, like, if, if like a weird thing start happening around you, like that's a bad spirit trying to gain your attention to make you believe in it. So it can build the strength to possess you. Do you guys, what are you guys opinions on, on that belief? It's actually, it's actually viable. I mean, I told Rex the best, the what was it? The most uh, powerful thing that Satan, well, a bad spirit like Satan could ever do is make you believe that it never existed. Yep. And I Agreed. think each person is given like a balance scale that you can feel whether something is off or it's not off. But then you also have to realize like how you're saying snips. You're going to have to realize sometimes that if you're being fooled or you're not being fooled. That's where we seek out the witch doctors and the people who have experience with it. And, yep. and that's where you have to I, I feel like I control them. mine. Like I like the vibes, right? The yep. I, I'm I'm very aware of it, and um, you know my faith is what keeps me protected. Um, so I don't see anything, I don't hear nothing, and I'm quite sure that it's just something that's just not allowed to be around me. But I'm no fool because um, you know this that's just me in my house. You know what I mean? But outside where I'm going, you know things happen, and I can feel it. And you know, for me, I just get away from it. Like so, when people talk about it. Like out of here, man. Like, oh, bro. There's, there's some other stuff. Rex, we could talk about it later, man. Yeah. But uh, 
there's there's some stuff going on out here that I steer far away from it and I respect it and I give it the respect that it that it's due but as my own individual like I have my ways and I believe it's the only way to keep yourself protected from these things because it's not something we should play around and joke around take very very seriously respect it for what it is understand it and like me I'm just trying to educate myself more better on it so that I can you know talk on these things what do you think, Snips? What would you... You having personal experiences there? What's going on? Oh, well, uh, I do, actually. <laughs> the rest hey. of I do. We were living in Portland in a real older area in, like, a basement apartment. And um, we had one of those just cheap uh, full-length mirrors that we had against the wall. So it's, like, up against the wall with the bottom pulled out. So it's in an angle. And it was at a pretty good angle with something sitting on the floor in front of it. So it couldn't slide down and break and a i mirror. a mirror like a full length mirror that you buy oh, from Walmart, we like got cheap stuff ones. to talk about mirrors Nips, but go ahead, <laughs> oh go yes ahead. so the mirror one i was at school already and uh rex was leaving the house and he had me on facetime and he, as he was leaving the door you have to go upstairs to another door and that's how you get outside so there's no draft at the basement there's just these two little windows they're closed and then it's all concrete and cement. Um, there, there's no, it's cold, but there's no traps because it's sealed up. And in the, behind him in the background of the FaceTime is the wall across the room with the mirror there. And the mirror tips over and falls face down, but it does not break. What the hell? So he picks the mirror up and he goes, did you see that? And I was like, we're not talking about it get the heck out of the house so he goes over and he picks the mirror up he turns it to face the wall and puts it in the corner lean like at an angle again so it doesn't fall and then he leaves to come pick me up as we come home we walk in the door at the bottom of the stairs i open the door and the mirror is directly across from the door pointing at us and i was like i watched you turn that mirror around what the hell and now it's not even in the corner, it's in the middle of the wall, so it's directly in front of the door. You got to remember, too, so the point of the the story, that mirror, we didn't buy it. It Oh, that's right. So where we live, you know, the neighborhood we lived in Portland, people would just leave stuff out that they didn't want. You know, they would leave, like, boxes of of dishes and all kinds of stuff. But we came across that mirror, like, oh, cool, it's a good mirror, it's intact. And there was also a couch that we took. Same thing. A lot of weird stuff happened while we had those two objects in our possession. As soon as we got rid of the the last one, all of that weird stuff stopped happening to us. Like the weird experiences, the uh, just just the vibe that we were getting, the energy that we had around us is just it it all changed as soon as we got rid of those things. So we thought those objects were possessed with some energy. Yeah. You know, something like we couldn't explain it. Well, <laughs> that's the reason why I don't like buying antiques and stuff like that. Nope, that's exactly what I was about to say because there's a there's actually a belief in our core system with the, our culture and other culture, anything old, especially those that you know how people are digging up stuff from like the dead and stuff like that. Oh gosh, I can yeah. give you so I'll give you someone who's related to me. She she relates that in the Philippines. 
that's been going on in the Philippines. People have been digging jewelry because the Philippines got a lot of jewelry out there in the with the dead people from ancient yeah. times. And they have people have been digging that stuff up. And that stuff is Oh become, no. They dig it up and they start having bad juju happen to them. Like, you know, things start happening to them in a bad way. Accidents, um, you know, disasters, unexplainable things. Be very careful when you're picking up anything old from anywhere else. Very, very careful because it comes attached with the old feelings of whoever owned it. Because you, yep. you guys all know from science, right? Energy is we neither created nor destroyed. What is it? Energy is neither, what was that saying? Cannot be destroyed. It cannot only be, be destroyed. Yeah. But it can be transferred. Yeah. It just constantly moves. It cannot be destroyed. And then I'm going to add to Snips uh, this. So this relates to the mirror part, Snips. This is actually recent for me. So I was having problems sleeping. I was actually having my one just recently, within the past month. My daughter was also having a little trouble sleeping. And we were told we needed to cover everything that was a mirror. Now, mind you, everything that is a mirror is not just mirror, mirror. Anything that reflects your image reflection, is, is, yeah. is a mirror. TV screens, computer screens, all mirrors. I was given advice to cover these things and I would be able to sleep good. Because the belief is the mirrors are the open ways, once again, open gateways to the other side, to these other dimensions or the abyss. And things come Yeah, he's behind that. <laughs> Things come through that you don't want to have through. And I was having nightmares. Like, I'm not scared of nightmares, but I was having them. And I think my daughter was too. But as soon as I started covering everything up, get, I started getting some very good sleep. Just a little story to share about mirrors. I, oops, <clears throat> I hate, I can't, I can't stand them. Like, I, you have nope. to cover them, Moose. Anywhere you're around, like if you guys are, you can use them. But if you're gonna I, sleep I, in view of them, I can't. Yeah. I can't sleep when there's some visible, like to me, like where where I can see it. Yeah. Or oh. if you know, if if the mirror can, see, it, it's weird. It feels like some some something in the mirror is watching me. Like yes. if I'm, sleeping. I don't like that. Especially like your it. guys, uh, you know your phones. Yep. When it goes off and it has the reflector. Oh, that's what I, I keep it face down. I, yeah. Yep. I so you all face. know. Everybody, you know. <laughs> wow. We got here from possessions. <laughs> Anything else to add, everyone? Oh, man. There we go. We Fives Nation. The, have, what are your experiences? Have you had experiences with possession? You have something you want to share? Send us a message or you want to come on board and talk with us right here, wefobs.io. We're on all social media channels. And we'll leave you with these final thoughts. We'll go from Rex to Snips to Chief and I'll close it out. All right. Final thoughts? Hey, just uh, stay skeptical. You know, use use common sense, but uh, try try to go, go through a checklist. Don't just jump to conclusions. Drink your water, stay hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
I love the drink your water one. Um, same, you know, always be your own detective. Debunk at your most capable uh, and and be passionate about debunking it. And if you do everything you can to debunk it and you can't, don't close your mind off. Keep your mind open because they, there is no way we know everything. And thanks for listening. We hit some, some hard hitters tonight, yo. Uh, so if you know you can help us educate us or you want to jump on board, man, uh, comment, man. Uh, hit us up, man. We'd like to invite you on our, our podcast. Uh, come and educate these coconuts. Let's yes, explore sir. together. And thanks, uh, guys. So smooth. Uh, finally got a chance to come to the supernatural limit side of the podcast. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Oh man, thank you, thank you. I want to thank all of you, Snips, Rex, Chief. Especially Stimson and Chief for coming on board and helping us out. I mean, it's looking awesome from here. We also want to thank the We Fobs Nation for listening in or watching in wherever you are all over the world. We see you. Because, you know, a lot of what we discuss here, once again, it's, it's based on our own experiences and our own curiosity of the world's unknown. But you know what? That's what we're calling a wrap for Supernatural Limits. We hope to see you next time. Remember, with Supernatural Limits, we go there. Let's all go there. We out.